This is Pastor Sean and Crystal Crosby, and you're listening to the EFA Church Podcast. Hey everybody, we're so glad to have you again today. Join us on our Acts 3 Moments podcast. Welcome to EFA Church Podcast. We're excited to have you with us again today. Um, We want to share just some encouraging, hope-filling words for you today. Maybe you're walking through a season where you need a miracle. That's exactly what we want to talk about today, that you can rise up and walk. Exactly. This, This past Sunday, we had Miracle Sunday at our church and it Seems like it couldn't have come at a better time. That's exactly right. And, and today, that's what we want to do. We just want to keep on and th- that where we can let your faith grab hold of this word. And we're going to talk just a few mo- moments on faith and miracles. Absolutely. It seems like there's not a person that is in this world that is... Um, shielded from needing a miracle That's in their right. life. Um, no matter what season you may be walking through, we're all going to get to that crisis point in, in, in our lives where it's out of our control. Mm-hmm. But today we want to remind you just because it's out of our control doesn't mean that it's left the control of a mighty God who is your healer, who is your restorer, who is the way maker, and who is the miracle worker. The Word of God says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, That's today, right. And forever. So no matter where you are today, um, it doesn't matter the need. We know that Jehovah Jireh is the provider. And we want you to know that your miracle is coming. So hold on. Don't give up. If it's in his plan or if it's in his word, then it's in his plan. So hold on to that word today. And I know that God will meet your need. Right. And I know many of you listening today, there's a possibility um, that you're in need of a miracle and we know that God could come through for you. And we want to share some things with you today that we know the Spirit of the Lord is going to help you with. Now, I'm going to give you right off the bat some voices that are going to come into to your life, into your spirit, the moment you stand in need of a miracle, the moment maybe a crisis hits you, the moment that maybe a tragedy or a moment you're praying for something, you're standing and you're waiting there are going to be some voices that are going to come to you. And I want to mention these voices very quickly. First of all, it'll be a voice from the pit. It'll be the voice from hell, and you'll hear it loud, and you'll hear it boisterous in your mind, in your spirit. It'll be the voice when maybe uh, cancer or disease or blindness or troubles, and they come to your life. They, they hit you. It cries out loud. It cries out in thundering tones. You're sick. You're in trouble. Uh, it, it, it's going to happen again. On and on and on. That's one voice that you will hear. I know that for many, like you sitting in a doctor's office and you get a diagnosis that you were not Mm -hmm. expecting. I remember a few years ago or quite a few years ago now that I was diagnosed with a thyroid goiter and um, that was a very scary moment because immediately what the enemy began to tell me, the doctor had said there's hot spots on Mm -hmm. it. So we want to do a biopsy. And if you have to go through that, 
then immediately the voice of the enemy becomes very loud in your head, in your spirit, and automatically you're thinking, I'm going I'm to have cancer, I'm going to die. And I had to come to the point to where I realized that even if mm-hmm. it was cancer, that that God was going to be with me and he was going to be the miracle worker no matter what. And so maybe you're there today and maybe you're walking through some infidelity in a marriage or, and and all you hear is it's going to happen again and your Mm -hmm. marriage is not going to be better. We want to speak to you today and say that God's power is strong enough to work this thing out. If he can part a Red Sea, then he can make a way for you today. And I remember during that time, even um, the doctors told us that, that gorder, which is very large, had wrapped around some of uh, your vocal cords, yeah, and yeah. we didn't know if you'd be able to sing right. again, to preach again, to minister again, to even talk again. It was it's a it was a crazy feeling because at that time um, I was in church and and pastor's wife and and doing and teaching or whatever. But I look now; this was probably fifteen years mm-hmm. ago, and I look back at that now and I see where God has taken what the enemy meant for evil That's right. and he's used us That's like right. in crazy places. Yes. But the enemy wanted to steal my voice, but the miracle worker says, no, I'm going to use you. And whatever the need is today, God's going to turn it around and That's say, right. hey, let me show you what I really can do with this That's situation. Right. And then there's going to be a, a second voice. The first voice is the cry from the pit. The second voice you'll hear is, the voice of God in His Word. Yeah, You'll hear things like Isaiah 53, 4 and 5. With His stripes we are healed. He bore our sickness. He took our curse, being made a curse for us. He bore our sins. You'll hear things like Philippians 4, 19. That God, my God, shall supply all of your needs according to His riches in glory. You know, symptoms and problems and disease they say one thing, but what God says is another thing. Absolutely. And that is so powerful. Even when we feel the symptoms, you know, it. I was reminded of the story in Matthew 5 where the woman had an issue of blood. And the Word of God says that when she touched the hem of his garment, he said, go in peace, your suffering is over. Mm-hmm. And you're waiting on your suffering to be over today. You're waiting on your miracle to come. And in the meantime, you've got to trust in his Word, and you've got to stand on his Word. That's right. Just recently, my husband has a, a softball injury, and he's leaning on crutches. And he doesn't like the healing process. He doesn't like having to lean on and and rely on something else. And a lot of times we don't like to Mm -hmm. lean on the Word of God. Not that we don't love the Word of God. It's just, it would be so much quicker and easier if we could just make it happen ourselves. Well, there are things in our lives that we're not going to be able to make happen Mm -hmm. Mm ourselves. And we're going to have to lean on faith and lean on worship until the healing comes, until the miracle comes. That's right. And that leads us to the third voice. So you're going to hear a voice from the pit. Then you're going to hear the voice from God and His Word. Then will be, what are we going to say about it? What, Whose side are we going to take? Yeah. Whose voice are we going to believe? Are, are we going to stand and are we going to say and convey what either God has done or what the devil has said? You know, um, I'm reminded of the, the um, 12 spies that were sent out mm-hmm. to spy out the land of Canaan. And Joshua and Caleb, they came back with a good report. And the people could make a choice that day. Are we going to believe the report of the Lord? Are we going to stand on the miracle work and power of God that we've seen time and time again Mm -hmm. in our life? Or are we going to fear the giant? Wow. So today I want you to remind you that 
as you are waiting for your miracle, that you don't look at the giants of why it can't be. That's right. And I think that's so important today. As as human nature and as flesh, we always want to look at the whys that it can't be. But that's not God. That's not his word. That's not hope. He said, don't you believe that I can? That's exactly right. I promised you these things. Mm -hmm. So let our voice become what he's saying instead of what we see. Yes, and that's so powerful. Yeah, just today, knowing that letting our voice become his voice, how would you encourage people to let our voice become what he's saying and not what we see? Mm -hmm. Yes. How would you encourage people to do that? And so we want to give you four ways to do that. Absolutely. And and these are these are things that um, I actually uh, ministered on this past Sunday in four different ways we can do this. And uh, what what do I do while I'm waiting? While I'm waiting on God to to move, and while I'm waiting on God to answer my prayer, while I'm waiting on a miracle, what do I need to do? And uh, we're going to give you four, but the first one I want you to take because it is sort of your praise phrase in life and ministry. I call it my praise phrase from heaven because it did come to me at a very trying time in our lives where satanic voices were very loud. Mm-hmm. Fear grips our heart. And, and anytime you're walking through something where you need a miracle, fear will grip your heart. And the word of God come to me so strongly on a Wednesday afternoon when it's hard to worship worship harder. Mm -hmm. And that is the number one thing that's going to get you through while you're waiting on your your miracle to happen. Is it easy? Absolutely not. You're not going to feel like worshiping. You're not going to feel it inside of you. But you have to lift your hands in faith anyway. You have to lift your voice. Lord, I worship you. I adore you. You begin to exalt him and magnify him. And what happens is worship shuts out room for the enemy to reside. Mm -hmm. You need to shut the enemy up. But you're not going. He's not going to shut up as long as he's living in your house. That's right. He's going to yan 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 all the time because that's <laughs> what the enemy does best. So if you don't want, if you want to shut him up, get him out of your house. That's right. And the only way to get him out of the house is to worship the Lord because he can't stand that. He cannot stand for children of God to worship. And and we tell people we say, hey, while you're you, worship can be while you're riding down the highway in your car. It could it could be. Um, in your home. Absolutely. It could be corporately in, in a church setting. Worship can take place anywhere Absolutely. that you are. And I want to say today that, you know, a lot of times we think as Christians, because we're saved and we go to church and, you know, we do all of these things that we're going to be guarded from tribulations in this life. That's just not true. Right. You're going to have issues. You're going to get the phone call. You're going to get the text. You're going to, you're going to get all the crazy situations that everybody else mm-hmm. gets. David, he said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. But David chose to worship through the hardships of his life. He chose to be a worshiper. And because of that, you can see that David became an overcomer. And in our waiting, when fear wants to trap you, I know what the enemy's voice sounds like. I get it. I get that he will tell you that your kids are are not going to be successful. I get that he's going to tell you that your marriage is going to break apart. I get that he tells you you're going to die with this disease. But today we're here to speak truth to you that your miracle, your miracle working God is still on the throne. That's right. That's right. And then number two, you've got to humble yourself. And this is so powerful because pride is gigantic in the hindrance. Pride is a hindrance in receiving a miracle. And we find that out of Naaman. Uh, Naaman was a very prominent guy in the Bible. 
and uh, he had a disease. He had leprosy, and um, so he went to, to the man of God, the prophet's home, and he said, hey, I want to be healed, and here's what the prophet said. Go uh, down to the, the Jordan, and he said, you're going to dip seven times, and, and you'll be healed. When Naaman had a problem with that, he, he was a very prideful guy, and he thought, okay, a man of my stature, um, I, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go down to the clean waters, the well, pure springs. Well, the Jordan was the nastiest river that right. he could be told to go to. And he was like, why can't I just go to the, any river's fine. Mm-hmm. But, in, in, you know, a lot of times we do that. Well, anything that I want to believe is fine or any way that I do it is fine just as long as I'm doing something. Well, that's not true. We got to right. do it God's way. Right, right. So Naaman um, didn't, pride got in his way, but. Uh, he finally gave in. One of his guys actually convinced him. They said, hey, why don't you do what the prophet has said? Why don't you do what the man of God has said? And he said, okay, he finally give in. And he did go to the Jordan. He dipped seven times. When he come out the seventh time, he came out clean. So don't let pride get in your way. You must humble yourself. Many believe that they'll receive something from God because of who they are or who they think they are. We don't receive a miracle because we are worthy. We receive a miracle because we're needy. And I want you to understand that. A lot of times we want a miracle, but we don't want to have to experience a need. And we have to have a need to have a miracle. That's right. And doing it God's way is so important. I mean, we live in a world full of voices, Mm -hmm. full of ways, full of, but he said that, Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth and I am the life. So we have to humble ourselves and come down off a pride mountain and say, hey, God, if you said do it, I'm going to do it. While we're waiting on our miracle, Mm -hmm. let that be a time to teach you to do it God's way. That's right. I know that the children of Israel had to learn that the hard way. They had to learn to do it God's way. You know, they they often said, Lord, have you led us out here in this wilderness to die? We're hungry, God. Please lead us. Lead us to the Golden Corral. But God (laughs) didn't lead them directly to the Golden Corral. The miracle came another way. That's right. It came in the form of man. So God is doing something inside of us today. The man at the um, the 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 pool that waiting, or the the man at the gate mm-hmm. waiting to receive. He was wanting money. Right. He wanted something to fix him right then. Just mm-hmm. just give me something to buy a piece of bread. The miracle that you're waiting for is not always to fix you right then, but it's doing something to change your life. That's right. And I think yes. that miracles come with purpose. God's just, he's not just looking to throw you a piece of bread or some money or, or, or get you out of a wilderness. He's looking to do something inside of you that has Amen. purpose to show his glory. Amen. So Amen. Um, do it God's way. Amen. Do it and God's then, way. Then number three, bring us to that. Number three is believe in God's word and the t- integrity of God to keep his promise. I remember growing up when my daddy would say that we're going to have pizza for supper. And I would go to school that day all excited. I had something to look forward to that afternoon. I knew that we were going to have pizza for supper. You see, my daddy wasn't a man that was going to lie to us. Right. I remember when he told me something, I could count on it happening because he was a man of integrity. Mm-hmm. He was a man of his word. And just like that, God, when he says something, if it's in his word, it's in his That's plan. Right. That's and right. it's going to happen. You don't have to doubt it. You don't have to wonder. You don't have to walk around saying, God, will you please? God, will you please? If God said he's going to do it, he's going to do right. it. That's right. It's his word. Absolutely. And, and Isaiah 55 and 11, so shall my word be that it goes forth from my mouth. It will not return void, Mm-mm. but it'll accomplish it'll accomplish what I please and right. prosper where I sent it. Absolutely. And I love that. Absolutely. Maybe you've had a hard time in your life believing people. 
and maybe people have let you down and lied to you mm-hmm. and made you promises, but they didn't come to fruition, that's not your God. So if you are, how, how do we believe God's word? How do we stand on God's word for a miracle? I'm going to tell you how today. If you're believing for healing, you find every healing scripture that you that's can, right. and you yes. start to speak it out of your mouth. Yes. If, you, if you're looking for restoration, find restoration. If you don't have joy, just things like this, that if you don't have any joy or peace, Find God's word and let the kids hear you scream it out of your mouth, washing dishes, talk it out of your Mm -hmm. mouth. Let that word get inside of you and let it become who you are. That's powerful. And then it brings us to number four, which is the last here. And it correlates with what she just mentioned, Pastor Crystal. And that's just simply take God at his word. Yeah. God will perform every word that he has ever spoken. You know, Jesus asked the blind man, he said, do you believe, do you believe, a simple word, do you believe that I am able to heal you? And the Bible says this, faith comes by hearing Mm -hmm. and hearing by the word of God. Jesus asked the blind man, go ahead. I think it comes to a childlike faith. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got a four-year-old at the house and a one-year-old. If we tell them that we can do something, they believe we can do it. They don't have a doubt in their (laughs) mind. You know, if we tell them that we can walk on water, they're going to wait for us to walk on water because they they believe, they have Mm -hmm. faith in their parents to to do what they Mm -hmm. said. You know, as we grow older in Christ or we get mature, sometimes we lose that childlike faith. Mm -hmm. We look at God's word and we see all the miracles and we we even say them out loud. But back in 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 our minds, we have doubts that say, well, you know, I don't know if that can really happen. We start to talk ourselves out of our miracle. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. talk yourself out of believing God today. That's Believe right. Believe that That's he can. Right. Believe that he will. Yes. And uh, matter of fact, Jesus asked the blind man, do you believe I'm able? And they answered, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And that's what we want to encourage you in today. If you need a miracle, if you're standing in need for a miracle, you just simply do these things yeah. that we mentioned. And it's to help you get closer to the Lord while you're waiting on your miracle. And that's what these Acts 3 moments are about. Absolutely. And if you know somebody that's waiting for a miracle, take time and share this with them. And we want to hear from you. Yes. We want to believe. One of the most rewarding things to me is when I'll go and preach at a conference or whatever, and then I'll get a picture of of something that they're believing for. Actually, this happened within the past two weeks. Somebody shot me a picture of, of, of the answer that they've been waiting for. And that's exciting because we know that when we believe together, if any two agree as to touching one thing and believing in the name of Jesus, if it's in its word, it's in its plan. Amen. Well, we thank you for taking time out to listen to this podcast today. We pray that all will be well with you. We're believing with you if you're standing in need of a miracle. God bless. See you soon. See you later.